Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. I am the Captain Ahab of this episode. Andrew, with me are Captain Morgan, Keith, Lobster, and our Captain Crunch, Liz. Hey, guys. <laughs> and this week was a Liz-eccentric episode. We did Moonglow Bay by Bunny Hug. Bunny oh, Hug Studios. Bunny I, don't know, I guess they're just called Bunny Hug. But Moonglow Bay is a top-down fishing simulator. It's a town management relationship building fishing simulator, I guess is kind of the best way to describe it, where you are playing a fisherman who has lost a loved one, and the town is essentially in shambles, and you decide to dust off your fishing rod and try to refix the town by catching fish, cooking them up, and serving them to the townspeople. Going around... For me, I'm going to give it a game, but I will say it is a pass if you're doing co-op. I'll get into it in just a little bit, but this was a, this I did have a lot of fun with it, but this game does have some bug issues. Yeah, I, there's definitely aspects where I was just, I felt like, I don't know, either something wasn't explained well enough or something wasn't working, but I, I, I wasn't ever really too sure. I, I think I guess I'm kind of leaning towards a game, but I don't know. I, I think I'd probably find a better option if I was looking for this type of game. So I kind of a pass. I'm like in the middle right now. Huh. For me, it's a game. I just found it so addicting. But there's a lot of qualms that I have with it. The story, the gameplay, and that co-op bug that just ruined my game. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, ruin is harsh. But um, and and I did see online a lot of game-breaking bugs. So I am also going to give it... A game, but just not for right now. I, I would wait till they fix it. Yeah, so as of recording, it is November 9th. So this game just recently released. So if you listen to this episode later on, there's a very good chance these bugs have been fixed and this is a much better experience. But before we get into it, I at least want to state, as Liz said, the co-op bug. This game does have couch co-op, but to give a friendly advice to everyone, because I don't want this information to get lost in the noise later on in the episode, because I think this is pretty important. If you're playing couch co-op, please make a separate save game because even when you turn co-op off, when you go back to single player, it still kind of considers the game being co-op. And so if you have to do certain boss fights, you need a second player for the rest of the game with you the entire time. And not only that, when you, as soon as you stop co-op, I don't know why the developers did this, but the second player character puts herself right between the stairs and the bed, and you can no longer access your bed because the character is there. No matter where your partner discontinues co-op, like wherever they put their character, the game, whatever reason, put them literally in the worst spot between the stair and the bed. So, as I said, if you are playing couch co-op, just make a separate file and you always play couch co-op and you'll be fine. But it's not good if you're switching on and off on the same profile. All right, so getting into it, as I said, the story is about... You know, you are this geriatric fisherman. You're kind of this older person. You get to pick which one of your characters you get to be. But you move to this small town in Canada, in the eastern coast, and you and your significant other just love it here. But the townsfolks find all the fish to be superstitious, and, you know, they cause curses, and they cause misfortune. So everyone is afraid of the bay, except for you and your partner. But later you find out your partner went missing, and you have given up fishing. But... Your loved one comes back, and you have a renewed vigor to fix the town and fix the bay. What did you guys think of the story? Um, I, I mean, it means to an end. I, I didn't think there was really anything all that engaging about it. I I thought you could choose younger characters. I didn't think they were all Nah, older. they're all pretty geriatric. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, either way, it, I mean, that part didn't really matter to me. But yeah, I, I guess, yeah, you you have a purpose to be there, but... It's just kind of your classic, all right, let's help rebuild this time or this town. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't overly engaged in the people. There's, I thought there's four characters. So there's two young ones and then two older ones. They're both pretty old. They're all like at least no, in their 40s. Four. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, I... I guess I'm arguing about the age of the character you picked. I thought there was four at the beginning. Yeah, you can pick two older and two younger. They all look like they're at least over forty. Oh, okay. Um, for me, the wife being missing and stuff, it kind of goes to the background, and I really didn't like the townspeople. For me, not only did they keep asking for things, they were so snarky and they didn't appreciate it. 
sometimes you got a thank you. Sometimes you got just a grumpy person. And then also, I feel like the town itself, I couldn't tell if they were actually afraid or if they were just lazy because they're like, oh, we need help cleaning up this trash. It's like, okay, well, if you guys are too afraid to go in the water to make money for your town, you can at least clean up after yourselves. Pick up your own trash. Like that was that blew my mind that it's like oh no we can't go in the water yeah we nobody even want to pick up the pick... trash in the beach like the beach yeah you didn't even yeah have to go not the water. even in the water <laughs> like maybe it came from somewhere else if it's in the water but the trash that's on land and it's like just the rudest laziest people <laughs> and yeah for me so I just you know didn't care too much about the town I so, don't, so like, I'm gonna look. disagree a little bit with you guys I actually thought the story was decent not great. It definitely had some plot holes. Isn't I agree with you, Liz. the wife supposed to be the great fisherman? Yeah. Okay, that's and one thing. So... Nobody cares really about you. Everyone's always like, and nobody knows you. Everyone knows your partner. They're like, oh, yeah, your partner was such a great person. They love this town. Oh, who are you again? Oh, you're the person who's married to them. Like, no, you've been living in this town for years and nobody knows who you are. Yeah, so it's just your character and, well, because I, I picked the older guy. It's him and his daughter that are working together to try to restore the town. And then... I I kind of get the idea that maybe you looked for your significant other. I don't know. <laughs> so I here's my question. So the game starts. You you've just moved to this this little village in in the middle of Canada, right? And well, not middle. You're by the coast. Cut to you're what? You're not not middle of Canada. You're by the coast. So uh, sorry, in the, on the <laughs> coast of Canada. My apologies. So you show up there and you're gonna you're gonna fish. Your partner pretty much gets nom 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 super dead right <laughs> off the bat, and then you go and you hide in your house for like the next three years. How does anyone even know your partner? Because you weren't even there long enough to open the gift that they gave you. Like it, it must have been like the next day or the same day that they got eaten. How does no, anyone no, no. know that they're such a great fisher if they died so quickly? Your partner grew up in this town. Okay, I yeah, she that. the the partner grew up in the town. Okay. So, yeah, that's why I had Yeah, she gave you the fishing journal, and then the townspeople end up signing it later if you give them enough Yeah. But for me, I also want to point out that fishing has always been dangerous. Yep. I don't know why this is all of a sudden the town teas were like, oh, no, we can't go in the water. It's like, you you didn't know fishing was dangerous? And then Andrew... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I kind of took it that they were just kind of a... What's the the nice way to say not too bright... They were kind of no pumpkin. They, they weren't even they weren't even dumb. They were isolated. They didn't have really the real world going on around them. So like anything that they couldn't explain was like magical, basically. So Which is I, always the case for a fisherman. I feel like you'll probably cut this off, like what I'm about to say. But didn't you say that this is from based in Quebec? I don't. I thought it. No, it's not. I did confirm this isn't, it's near Quebec though, because you get your scientific transmitters from Quebec. Because I just want to say that, I mean, they're not known for being nice people and it's portrayed like this in the game. And by the way, it's the same with like people from Massachusetts come like being like coming across as aggressive. I can't even talk. It's like people from Massachusetts coming across as aggressive, which is me. You know, <laughs> but for me, I'm just like saying like they're kind of playing into that a little bit. I think it's a weird choice. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. But these people that. aren't from Quebec. What? So these people aren't from Quebec, though. But they're from near Quebec. It's like, OK, I'm not from Boston, but I'm from near Boston and we're all the same. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, one thing I at least like about the story is that, you know, anytime you do any sort of like property management game like coming into a farm the story is always the same you know a distant relative died and you inherited their farm and it's run down and you got to fix it up and fix up the town this game at least did a different approach so i at least found that to be kind of a brush uh, breath of fresh air yeah you yeah, show always... up before the before the family member dies instead of them dying no you're with yeah. them when they die <laughs> Even better, yeah. So, <laughs> so a real twist. You you watch your partner get murdered by some fishes, and then you inherit the the fishing business that you really don't want to inherit. Also, are you is are you like an absent parent? Like you, your daughter just—that's what she I was. Your daughter. I thought she went away to college. But she just didn't show up when when her parent died. Like I. But that's the other thing too. I can't tell. Is she? 
I, I couldn't figure out if she was adopted or f- supposed to be from a previous marriage because it didn't seem like the daughter ever called your partner like their parent. They always kind of described, yeah, they, always, they always said their name. So that's why I was like, is she from a dis? I don't know. It, this is one of this, I will say, is my complaint about the overall story, though, is that there wasn't a lot explained. Like, they don't fully explain what did happen to your partner. You kind of find some remnants of them, but you still don't fully mm-hmm. understand because the game starts off saying that they're, they're missing. But I feel and like they just disappeared. They give more information about secondary characters. Yeah. Like the guy that works at his father's like tech store. I feel like I know more about him than any of the main characters. Yeah. Like you I don't know about know. his hopes, his dreams. Yeah. Because I, I don't know anything about the daughter either. Because there's always that character that, you know, is like, ah, oh, I need to get out of this small town, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is a very typical stereotype. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I thought it was weird that she doesn't show up until three years later, and it's like, oh, well, only really because I was paid to be here, so I guess I figured I'd stop in and say hello, and hey, you know how your your partner died in the ocean? You should get out there and do the same. It'd be super <laughs> cool, because I kind of need your help. Like, she just kind of sucks, is, is kind of what I'm getting at. That is a good point. She really does just kind of come in there, and she's like, yeah, you're going to start fishing again. Have fun, Dad, or whoever you picked. Another controversial thing. Don't know if you should get this out. I just thought it was interesting that at the beginning you can pick your pronouns, but I don't think there were any characters that they said they. Yeah. I thought that was, maybe I missed it, but it's always like, oh, he would really like this. She would really like that. So for me, and then also when you pick your pronouns, they get them wrong. They get your partner's pronouns wrong. That's a current bug. So I just thought it was weird that they have this feature that doesn't work anyway, so you get the wrong pronoun. But I didn't have, like, if you're going to, why not make a character that is a different pronoun if you're going to have that feature anyways to be more inclusive? Like, I felt like they were like, let's be inclusive. There, done. We, we can't no, 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 inclu- nothing else in the game is inclusive. Yeah. So, but no, I could be wrong. There could be a character that I just didn't see, but I never saw that well it's inclu- there's a handicapped person that's inclusive even though the handicapped person had square wheels which i thought was kind of funny <laughs> well, everything is kind of square in the game but they basically i think what you're saying is they can't really write inclusivity they don't know how to do that but they're just like well we'll put we'll kind of throw it out there but i, yeah. I think i think definitely that's a bug because i i mean i saw i was looking through the reddit page for this for because there's actually some pretty helpful tips i found on there but I've, I was looking through, and it seemed like that was kind of a running theme. And, the, and the, as Andrew mentioned early on the episode, the game has been out a very short period of time, so I think they're going to be fixing these things. Like, I actually was just looking as we were recording on Twitter, and they had posted something today um, that they're working hard on getting an update out for the Xbox. I didn't see what the update was, but I suspect they'll probably be fixing some of these bugs we're probably even currently talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and since we're already on the topic of bugs, uh, sometimes the nets don't work. FYI, and um, I don't know if it was the co-op mode or whatever, but there were times where my music would always be ominous. Yep, I had that happen to me. It was just kind of annoying after a certain <laughs> point because you're just—it was like like doomsday music, and it's just like something's gonna go down when I'm just talking to people. So I mean, there's so there's so many bugs that people are posting online that you can see people being stuck in walls, and yeah. they restart their game and they nothing can happen. So. Yeah, um, a very unfortunate thing. This game does not have autosave, so if you play, make sure you save often. You lost a couple hours, yeah. right? Because your, oh. your game crashed? Yep. Yeah, so th- when he told me that, I was just, whenever I did a bunch of stuff, um, I would just I would just save. Yeah, oh, because the bug that happened to me, so be careful with this. If you leave your controller alone, as most people know who've had an Xbox, if you leave your controller, like if you go FK for a while, your controller just turns off. And the game makes you re-sign into your profile, in which I did, but it froze the game. And so that's why I lost a couple hours of play. So if you are going to leave the game and go FK, make sure you save your game before you leave. That's weird. I feel like I had that happen to me and I didn't run into that it, issue. It didn't happen all the um, time, but it did a couple know, times. Uh, well, I thought it made me re-sign in, but I know, I was going to say, I have a wired controller, so that's probably why it didn't turn oh, off, yeah. so that's part yeah. of it. But it, as far as audio bugs, the, the weirdest one that, I, that happened with me was the audio didn't work through my TV speakers, but if I plugged in my headset, I got audio, all of it, and it worked perfectly fine. But when I was, and, and I 
triple, quadruple checked. I was not muted. <laughs> your TV was not mute. <laughs> nope, I was not muted. I, I, my volume was at a listening level, and no audio for my TV. I like that you're acting like we're gonna say like all of our bugs are good, but the <laughs> no. one that you mentioned, Keith, no way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We that believe you. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. But yeah, I just I ruled out all of my my potential issues, and nope, it just it was just a weird audio thing. Couldn't figure it out. It just feels so good to have Andrew actually confirm my bugs this week. <laughs> I know, because I actually try to fix it, but then I'm like, nope, this is actually a straight-up bug. But uh, so getting a little bit into the gameplay, the first things I want to complain about, since we were already kind of talking about... <laughs> Going into the negative. No, nah, well... A little this bit. Is, it, this is kind of a minor one, but it, it still just kind of annoyed me. So you get to pick between four different characters, basically two feminine type characters and two male-esque characters and as i said you get to pick your partner whether it be guy girl you can pick their pronouns your pronouns so at first i was like oh cool this game's giving me like a lot of customization there was like very little customization that's what irritated me so yes i'm picking my character but you can't change the clothes can't change the hairstyle you have a pet house? yeah you can't change your house you have a pet you it's a dog you can't pick a cat you can't pick a bird you can't change its name you can change your ship a little bit to one other color yeah. and honestly i did not notice the difference i didn't notice either <laughs> i didn't i was like wait what was my original color yeah so like this is what kind of makes me sad like because i'm first thing when i looked at this game i know liz did too i kind of compared it to stardew valley oh, this kind of looks like it'd be like that instead of a farmer you're a fisher and essentially this game is kind of similar to that but yeah, just like the lack of customization would just kind of annoyed me. I like I wish I had cuz like this game, you know, it's cool, you know, you, you can do all these things and, you know, pick your pronouns, play kind of who you want to play. Uh, but not really. You can't really change your character's appearance or your boat or anything like that. Could you really change your appearance much in Stardew? It's been a yes. while since I played. Yeah. It. All your okay. your clothes, your hair, um, Okay. All kinds of stuff. But yeah. see, for me, I feel like I got a lot of gripes. My biggest gripe is I feel like they didn't explain a lot of things. And so what, one of the things is the whole, because you're cooking a lot, and sometimes you get three stars. But I was like, how many times do I have to do this? If I do a bulk batch, is that going to affect, like, if I get a higher rating sooner? Because there are certain things you have to do to unlock certain recipes. They didn't explain that. And then also, like, the indicators on the map when you had – different quests going it you couldn't like have like a cursor over that told you like oh that's for this mission yeah that's just said that objective one. that's and same all with the renovations like i'm like did i do all the renovations because my bar has looked full for the last four renovations i have no idea and then andrew told me that there's one more that you have to do later on um story-wise because there's an achievement but i was just like i don't why can't you tell me anything yeah, I I mean you could set the different markers. So like you you oh, could you do could. Yeah, you yeah. can you custom could markers. label them? Yeah. You well still, I don't who think you wants could to take the time to do that. Just could you actually it. label them though? Okay, I guess not so much label them, but you have different icons. Yeah, so you could set like different yeah, like a star or a heart and different like different or a fish, icons. Yeah. Yeah, but that, then you have to remember which one's which, right? Yeah, but I yeah. I mean for me just to, put a name yeah. or just put special fish or something. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I it would be nice for the, the markers to actually tell you that. But you kind of had a mechanism to do it. And I don't know, I guess if you come up with a little system of how you want to mark things out, because you never have a huge number of missions running. I think at most I had felt like I had like maybe five at a time. Maybe it really opens up later in the game. But but sometimes they have multiple markers for for them. So, like, there might be one that has, like, four markers. And then there might be another one that has three. So... Yeah, no, again, I, I'm not saying it's perfect. I, I'm not even really defending it. I just, <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't find it that detrimental. I would just, you know, unmark missions that I didn't want to look for, kind of just take them one at a time. I understand where you're coming from, Liz, and I do kind of agree with you, because you do get a lot I of quests. I didn't realize you could do that, but at the same time, give me a tutorial. <laughs> there is a tutorial, but it is kind of one of those things you blink and you miss it. They tell you one time, this is how you do this, this is how you do this. If you forget it, I couldn't find a way to relook up things. Did you, Keith? Mm, I didn't try to. No. I. I mean, I, I. I couldn't find any. So, but the game's not very difficult. You kind of just have 
a few different gameplay elements. You know, you have the town where you're renovating things. You're spending your money to make the town look better. You have your boat, which, of course, you're going around exploring the ocean, finding fishing spots. Then you have the fishing mechanic of actually fishing the fish, which is very simple. I didn't appreciate that. But then you also have the cooking. And the cooking is just a series of mini games. You know, keep the marker in the blue bar. Press A at the right time. Press B at the right time. Really simple mini games. That's why what you said earlier about wanting like a refresh. I needed that because I had missed how to fry. And so for the first like 20 times I did it, I was like, I don't know how to do this. And Andrew's at work. So I guess I'm just going to fry. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have to hold it, which I Andrew showed me. But I was actually looking online. I couldn't find it. I was like, how did I miss this? So the yeah. gameplay is very I'll simple. Go. But because of that, I think this game is a great game to play if you have a younger player with you. Like a, I'd say a good, probably like six year old, probably the minimum age I'd maybe say. But the game is very simple. You know, the bobber goes down, hit button, press A, press B. Really simple. So I, I, I mean, Liz played the call for a while, and I thought the call was a lot of fun. I just wish but I knew it was bugged. But you have to stay on this because it's, it's couch co-op. You have to stay in the same area, yeah. which is kind of <sighs> which is us, yeah. And then I also, I'm, I'm really glad that I was working on renovations. Uh, first because you can get some really cool stuff with the renovations you can get a scooter which i feel like the walking was already pretty fast there are a lot of games that you walk so slow i feel like i didn't need the scooter and i kept losing it so that's you know great but (laughs) then you can also um get uh a line that you can catch five fish at a time oh my gosh that was awesome yeah there's a lot of recipes that you need certain like specific fish and then also you just want to cook and make a ton of money do more renovations anyways so for me i was just like trying to get those renovations going Uh, i mean that's pretty nifty but yeah i just i don't know i i feel like i say this all the time every game has fishing obviously this one did because it's (laughs) fishing based but at that same token it's like i just got bored with the fishing like Cool, I can you know catch five at a time. That's great. It's more efficient, but it doesn't change much for me. The gameplay and you can't do it on land too, which is annoying. Why can't I catch five fish on land? I don't know. That's the developers. (laughs) Don't get angry at me. I'm just saying that like nothing about it was like wow, this is exciting. And you're right, Andrew. It is simple. It's nice. And I think playing a little bit of coach co-op could be fun, but playing it solo through i was just kind of like okay i was just going through the motions and it was one of those games that you've said before almost just felt more like work than anything it's like nothing was really all that engaging in the gameplay to me i guess keith i feel like you really helped me out andrew told me that you had so many tips and tricks so for instance when you get to three stars in cooking you can just auto cook and that blew my mind (laughs) i was like i can make 20 of these right now and just not have to worry about it because especially with the fry the fry was the hardest for me yeah and so if it was at the end of a recipe there's a chance i was getting two stars but that really helped yeah, frying was was rough. Um, at least when you're playing like on an actual TV where your refresh rates aren't as good, like there's just a hair of a second off on there, and and you've burnt the thing, and you're not getting your three stars. Which, as a hot tip for you, if you're trying to get all your three stars and you mess up the frying, or I guess any of the other pieces as well, just exit your kitchen. It refunds everything that you spent, including your fish and your money, and then just go start it over. So you. It becomes a bit tedious, obviously, at that point if you keep redrying them over and over. But you can basically guarantee yourself a, a three star. But in the so the auto cooking is great. But then again, it goes to okay. I've just really made the game more efficient, but I still have to do all these tedious tasks, like almost like Graveyard Keeper. Like if and I think they have a lot more automation built into it now. But it would be nice if you could get to a point where like you could have a little like cooking robot or something you've got these vending machines maybe you have a robot that you program to say okay i'm going to drop off these fish and i want you to just cook this one recipe and you could just set it and forget it like, that would be yeah. nice and you also don't end up needing money really later yeah once you do the renovations it's like why am i still doing this and then also when you're talking about like how it can be tedious to cook they make it more tedious by making it so that you can't just hold and just do like a fast select of how many you want you have to like click all the the stick over 20 times to do 20 of the same recipe. They had little things like that. And same with like the lobster traps. I felt like it took forever to get off my boat. I just felt like they, they made it certain things take longer so that I didn't want to deal with the fish. Yeah. So my biggest complaint with the gameplay 
is I think it took too long for the game to pick up and for you to get the better tools because it's it's a good halfway through the game when you actually the doors finally get opened and you can actually renovate everything in town because when you're playing the game you have to fight at least two bosses and you only are allowed to renovate like one or two structures in the town and then after like the two bosses you fight which there's a total of four then the whole town is like okay now you can renovate that's when you can start unlocking you know the good you know, as Liz said, the fishnet that lets you catch five fish at once or the multiple lore, multiple lore or, you know, get your boat to be faster. But that's you're halfway through the game. And so then same with the automated fish cooking, like by the time you master the recipes, like you're pretty much close to the end of the game. So that's just my complaint. It took too long for the game to really open up and give you the fun tools to play with. Yeah, it- Liz brought this up, but according to Reddit, from everything I saw on there, it does seem like batch cooking doesn't increase your mastery. So if you're trying to get your masteries, it's so much more tedious, but do it one at a time and you'll get through your masteries just as quickly as if you were batch cooking. Some yeah, of the I, I confirmed. Are so long. Yeah, and I confirmed that is true. If you, if you cook a recipe, I think it's 13 times, like it was 12 or 13 times, that's how you master it. Jeez, it doesn't yeah. matter about yeah how many batches you do. It's how many times you actually do the task, which it's, is a little tedious. Yeah, and the the better the recipes, like they don't, you get the meat cleaver, and then they don't. I didn't get a notification that was going to go around three times yeah. for the recipe. And, yeah, that catches you off guard. But yeah, you have like a bunch of stuff you have to get from your fridge, and it just like some of the recipes. It's like you have to chop things multiple times, boil, fry, and it's like that for all the ingredients. It takes so long to do one that I don't know. I think that's. But what I'm going to say, what I loved about the gameplay, though, is I loved how simple this game was. To me, it was very relaxing. It was very simple. And it just, the game actually isn't too long. I think I beat it within 12 hours. Granted, I was going for a specific achievement where you beat the game within 30 in-game days. And I literally beat it with two hours left of in-game time. It was so close, but I actually got the achievement. That's like yeah. 30 seconds too, I think. It is, like, yeah. It's like, five, it's like five minutes a second or every two seconds or something. Like That's pretty dang impressive. I know, it was right at the wire. But yeah, I found the gameplay really relaxing. I thought it, it just everything was simple. The fishing is very simple and it's very forgiving. When you see your bobber going like bopping up and down, if you hit too early, no penalty. Even if you hit too late, no penalty. You just, I almost never lost a fish. The only time was like when I was catching like one of the rare fishes. But yeah, it's everything about the gameplay was just very simple. It was very easy to get money. I didn't feel like I had to do a ton of cooking here over and over and over again. I basically create like a very simple thing and I would just get enough money to really kind of start renovating the places. And I felt like you could also do what you want. Like I didn't fish for the longest time because I loved my net, you know, and you could still get every, like a lot of what you need. And I think they, with making bait, they made it really easy to get that stuff. I never felt like, oh, crap, I'm never going to get this. So I feel like I, I sound very negative towards the game, but there's um, there's a lot that I liked about it. Like I said at the beginning, I thought it was so addictive. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think that's why I think my biggest thing for me was just, I don't want to say it was too simple because it was nice. And, and you're right, it was kind of relaxing. But I just... I couldn't get engaged in the game it is, I don't know. There was nothing interesting to me about the characters or the storyline. I was just sort of skimming most dialogue. And as far as the gameplay, like I was, I was playing it one night and almost like you in art of escape there. Like I kind of, I was doing something on one of the menus. I kind of shut my eyes for a second. Next thing I knew it was like an hour and a half later. Like I had just dozed <laughs> off. So it was, I don't know. There was just nothing really super exciting for me about the game and that's where I, I I struggle with it I guess I struggled with the fact that the walking made me so dizzy yeah there was something about it and I it's the frame get, rate I didn't get used to it I think with the scooter it was a lot better but I just assumed I think the last time I felt like this is when I first started gaming with Andrew with Sea of Thieves I wasn't used to like playing video games and how quick it moved it made me slightly dizzy and but I got over it this game I put so many hours into it, and it still makes me dizzy. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, I think Andrew's right. I think it's the frame rate, because there's something weird about it. It's, like, very quick but choppy. Yeah, because it's not so much the art style, because we played a game like this. This uh, art style is Voxel, is what, how it's, what it's called. But we played the tourist, and the tourist was just like this. 
And yeah. we had no issues with that. I remember actually being blown away but by the tourist graphic. This has a lot more going on. It does. Like scenery wise, everything is a lot more condensed. So, I mean, it makes sense, but. Which, did you know, Liz, you could actually zoom in and out on your camera? Andrew did show me that. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and he said it, it helped him, but. Uh, I, I preferred it, yeah, zoomed out. So that's, yeah, just kind of sneaking in another hot tip as we go through. I don't know <laughs> if it really explains that anywhere, but on your, if you're playing on a controller, the right joystick, uh, move, or right, yeah, right analog stick, you can move it up or down and you can zoom in. But it also zooms slowly, so if it doesn't seem like it's going at first, just, just keep holding. It'll go. I feel like it's sad. I feel like this whole episode, we're all like, I don't know if it told me that. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> That's why I really feel like there really isn't much of a tutorial. The fact that we're all like, didn't know I could do that. Well, that's, that's the weird thing about the gameplay is that it's very simple, as Andrew said, but there's just so many small little mechanics that really aren't explained. And you either happen to find them out or you look them up. And right now it's kind of hard to look things up because the game is new. And so there's... Not a lot of content out there. Yes and no. I, I found enough. There was, a, especially too, when it comes to finding specific fish. Like, I found there to be enough, like, information out there to be like, oh, this is how you find this fish. Like, these are the, you know, the lure you want to use or what rod you want to use. So I didn't have too much of a issue finding some helpful tips. Because there actually was a couple where I'm like, oh, is this game bugged? Because near the end... I needed a place to transmit it, but it wasn't giving me the option to activate it. And I'm like, I think my game's broken. I think I'm at the end and I literally can't pass it. So I Googled it and luckily someone else posted about it. And it was because there was a part two of the mission that I didn't complete yet. Once I did that, it was perfectly fine. So I think there's enough. But I will say one thing that I absolutely love about Moonglow Bay, I love the designs of the fish. But this is something that kind of makes me, which I don't understand about the story, which Liz is saying. So everyone in this village is superstitious about these fish. You know, oh, this fish cause, causes blizzards. This fish, you know, causes curses. And, like, there's all these superstitious stories about these fish. And your character is very much like, no, I'm going to prove it wrong. I'm going to find the fish, capture it so we can study it, blah, blah, blah. You are discovering a lot of fish that are legitimately magical. So I think everyone's superstition is warranted. Like, they're like, oh, there's a storm and it's being caused by a fish. You find out it really is being caused by a fish. But, like, your character keeps, like, brushing out of the carpet of, like, no, it's it's you know, uh, completely reasonable. Yeah, but does the fish also make them litter and then not clean it up? <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> These townspeople, like, cannot complain. I'm sorry. Drives me nuts. That, like, really bothered me. Where they were just, like, so rude and you were, like, cleaning up their houses, cleaning up their parks, and they're just standing at the beach pointing at the trash. Pick that up. It's like, dude. <laughs> well, I mean... The, the mayor kind of makes a joke about it, but, you know, you're using money that they give you to rebuild a town that they don't have enough money to rebuild. So they just give all their money to you. I guess you're just better better at managing it than they are. I don't like how the, the mayor was with his wife. I didn't like the mayor. <laughs> There's literally one dialogue. <laughs> I know, like... and it bothered me. I won't get into it. It's fine. <laughs> but I just, like, ugh. I feel like it's a jab at me that you're basically trying to say. What? I feel like you're trying to compare me to the mayor or something, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, kind of going back, like the gameplay, as I said, is very simple, but this game actually puts in like four boss fights. Did you guys care for the boss fights? No. They're very simple. You I, didn't like them at all? Oh yeah. You got frustrated, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that part of, part of it for you was your broken co-op. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize I couldn't do something. And I hate when a game wastes my time, which is exactly what happened. But also, I don't like the type of thing where it's like, oh, you have to quickly do this and then pull. It's like, if there's a quick boss fight, I want to actually fight. Yeah, that's the thing. The quick time events with the, when you get the thing that you can catch five fish at a time, those quick time events were super easy. I liked them because they were so easy and quick. But yeah, the boss fights, I just thought they were annoying. Uh, I mean, I only did the whale. I was, I think I was right at the second one uh, when I when I called it, but I only did the whale, and I don't know, it wasn't all that interesting. Yeah, was, that's how all of them are. <laughs> They're it, very it, it simple. Was, it was just like, okay, cool. I I pulled the hooks out, and it even took me a little bit. It, like, it was one of those weird things. I was like, I think I know what I'm doing, but it didn't really give me it. There's an indicator, but not a good one. It doesn't explain it to you, so you're just kind of guessing. Yeah, you know, it's another thing I couldn't figure out. 
I don't know. Did, did you can tell me if I missed this? Maybe parking your boat. I had no idea where to park my boat the first time I took it out. I just wandered around for a while, and then finally <laughs> I found a video. I was like, Is there <laughs> only one pier that you can park at? Uh, at at Moonglow Bay, yes, but there's some out in the world that you can park at. Okay, that's why I was so confused at first too, because I was trying to to dock, and then I was like the last one that I tried. I'm like, oh, I guess this one's fine. It's the right one right by your house, but. Yeah, it made sense. I just I didn't I didn't remember seeing anything about it anywhere, and I was very confused. Yeah, so the boss fights they aren't very interesting. They're not hard at all either. Like your boat can get broken down, but like it only costs a little bit of money to kind of get your boat shifted over. Well, it depends like, on how much it. money you have. It's ten yeah, percent of your overall money that you have on hand. So yeah, it, it can be a lot, but I guess at the same time, if you've got five thousand and you lose five hundred, like yes, thanks. But it's an achievement. Still, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. But you still got forty five hundred. So Wait, I, guess. Do, I forget. Does she charge you when she picks you up? Yeah. Yeah. When she you don't have the money. She it's, it, she always takes ten percent of what you currently have in your pocket. Oh, uh, okay. So if you have zero, she's just like, well, I guess zero dollars today. Yep. See, she's the hard worker in the community. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, but one thing I liked about the boss fights, I love the design of the fish. I thought all the fish were really cool. And, uh, this game honestly kind of reminded me of Pokemon. And it was funny because I thought there, there was actually 151 fish in this game. So I was like, oh, is this a reference to Pokemon? But now there's actually like 160-something. Well, it's cool because like they have the, I guess I'll call them the cards where you can see them in more detail. Yeah. But when you're collecting five fish at a time, you just see them like coming. And it looks really cool because they're all different shapes and, and stuff. And yeah. So I, I feel like they actually did a good job with that. Yeah, and it's cool too. Like the fish journal you have, you know, as you're talking to people, people tell you like, oh, the, the uh, beast of the ice. Yeah, they have like these superstitious names for these creatures. Beast of the Ice, you know, King of the Jungle. Um, one's called like the Dapper Fish or something like that, the Bishop Fish. And so they have these superstitious names and you find the fish and you can clearly see why they have the superstitious name. But then when you actually research them in your journal, it actually will say the superstitious name, but then it gets erased and it actually puts the real fish's name. So I like that this game actually had this cool like discovery to it of like actually figuring out the fish and stuff. And I like that you got, yeah, like a trading card, like Liz said, and it told you, like, how you can catch it and where it's located and stuff like that. Well, I think it's funny that the townspeople would always tell me, like, oh, you can get this fish in this area by using this lure and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, I'm not going to remember that or look it up. I'm just going to use whatever I use <laughs> and hope for the best because I don't need that fish right now. So, like, I never use that. <laughs> Jeez. Because, I mean, I know eventually you need, like, 90 fish or something. And I've already put so many hours, and I'm kind of on the downhill now with, like, the tedious stuff. So I'm just like, I'm not going to get all 90 fish. So why worry about it? <laughs> I'm lazy like the people in the game. <laughs> just like them. One more thing for graphics I want to bring up is that sometimes the map wasn't right. Like, it would show me going through a rock when I was dealing. Cause I was trying yeah, to the mini-map wasn't great. Yeah, so, like, the mini-map I would sometimes use, but every once in a while I'd have to use the big map because... I just needed a bit more of a sense of direction. And even with the big map, sometimes it would show me going through a rock and I was like, I think I'm here. So it just, it only happened like I think three times, but overall I think that the map was actually pretty great. And I like that it showed you where you put your traps. So you didn't have to remember that. So I did like the mapping system. It just a little not right sometimes. <laughs> I did tend to use the big map a lot more, although I did run into one issue where I was definitely pointing the right direction, and every time I pulled up my, my map, I just kept getting further and further away from where I was going. I don't, it, it definitely was not that I was hitting the left trigger and going backwards. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm positive that I was, I was not doing that. Yeah, thank goodness okay, you don't get boat damage from that. Because there's so many times that I'd be like, okay, I need to move forward and just go clonk right into a rock. Like, that happened to me so many times. You do take damage. It all depends on how fast you're going, though. I, I'm a slow driver. <laughs> <laughs> I just love of all people, Keith. It was you who ends up driving reverse and not realizing why you're going forward. Yeah, That's it's such it, a it's Liz move. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a good, like, one or two minutes of me just being like, wait, what? What? I swear I'm pointing the right direction. What is going on? What is going on? And I was like, oh, yeah, right trigger forward, left trigger backwards. Carry I on. Ke- at the very beginning, I kept accidentally thinking my front was my back. And I, it's very clear. It is very clear, like, where your front is. 
But switching back and forth with the map and stuff, I got very confused at the beginning. But it's 100% me. Because I think it was because I kept acting like going backwards. I'm like, wait, is this my friend? I didn't realize that I was going backwards and forwards. Oh it only happened for like five minutes. And then I did great. But I had none of these issues. <laughs> Ooh, I am the Andrew. issue. I know how to go forward and backwards. Ooh. What a pro gamer. Look, you guys are mocking me, but you guys little <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> so thanks. Uh, so proud of you. But yeah, so overall, I think the graphics are great. I, another real quick thing, too, is I thought the biomes were interesting enough, but still also kind of look the same until you get to the last biome. The last biome is very ethereal, which is also very surprising that, once again, this is clearly, I can understand why people have superstitions. You go to an area where your boat literally flies, and it's like, yeah, I can understand why people have superstitions about these fish. I don't get why nobody brought up how cute the seals were in the game, or you could really interact with them. They were There's so also cute. monkeys and turtles, but you don't really see them as often. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, the thing that I think just works so well for Moonglow Bay is the music. When it works. There was a couple times, <laughs> as we said, there's some bugs. But I loved the music. The music is really good. It has a great soundtrack. I think a lot of it, it fit the mood, even if it, the mood wasn't, you know, where you were. You know what I mean? Like, if it was supposed to have been, like, ten minutes ago. Like, like I said, if it wasn't for the bugs. There was a lot of moods, and I think that they did the moods good. I just felt like I couldn't fully experience them. <laughs> It's a very moody game. You could experience moods in this game. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't like but you make a very good point though, Liz, of the moods, because there's no dialogue. This is again, once again, another game that only does character noises of oh, I think ah. they did a good job though with them, especially I played like the older gentleman. I think that he did a really good job. Yeah. I, I do I agree as well. It wasn't like one of those <laughs> ones. It was normal, normal voice. Like, so yeah, I think they did a good job. But the music, yeah, does a great job, uh, like portraying the mood of what's going on. Because there's a couple moments where, you know, a lot of people in this town lost loved ones, so you kind of go through some heavy conversations. And I think the music does such a good job, kind of conveying that. But yeah, this is definitely kind of a game where I would totally pull up the Spotify and the soundtrack on this game. I feel like this is a really quick episode. Yeah. Really? Because I, I feel like we've been going on forever. It's We're only at 45 minutes, though. But right. anything else in music? Anything else to talk about biomes? I glossed over a little bit. Gameplay, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Right. I mean, it's not. So, then, of course, when it comes to the achievements from Moonglow Bay, overall, I don't recommend it for achievement hunters, but it's not that bad, I guess. So I have put, I think, a good 13, 14 hours in this game. I beat it. I have about 400 gamer score. And a lot of the achievements, you can beat the game and still play the game. And a lot of achievements are essentially just, you know, catching three specific fish. There's like 10 different achievements that do that. So like some of them are kind of like fairy-based. Some of them are kind of science-based. So you have to catch these like three specific fish and you get an achievement for it. But yeah, there was one achievement, as I said, where I beat the game in the 30 in-game days. Oh, I just got that. I was so proud of that. I hate games that do achievements that are like pet the dog 50 times. Yeah. It's like, really? You couldn't think of something else? <laughs> it, it does kind what of seem about, lazy. What about once? Yeah, it is lazy. And so I, I, they just weren't that fun. Just 10 times I think would have been acceptable. Yes, that would have been acceptable. 50? Like, no. Then I'm just, I feel like I'm <laughs> abusing the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once Andrew told me, because I didn't have a lot of achievements on this, I just sat there and I just mashed the button to just pet the dog, pet the dog, pet the dog, pet the well, dog, until I, I got the achievement. I feel like, Andrew, you should have gotten a lot because you kept accidentally petting the dog on the boat when you were that, instead yes. of doing something else. Like, that reminds me. Yeah. There's a couple with the boss fights when it comes you have to drive the boat and then get out of the cabin and your deck on the boat is kind of small and the dog sits right in the center so i'm you, you're timed on some of these boss fights so i'm getting out and i'm trying to get to the side of the boat to throw a line and i end up petting the dog and i'm like screaming at my tv like move you stupid dog you can't move the dog at all it just sits I, we dead should center mention andrew loves dogs in real life I do. I just want to point that out it was just frustrating cuz also too you can't go around the dog to the left side of it so if you need to get to the front of the boat, you have to go to the right side of the dog. And it's just, I just wish I could move the dog. You're also doing a boss fight and the dog ends up in the water and you have to rescue it. What responsible 
pet owner would have the dog on the on the boat in a storm, not inside, on the outside. Yeah, you have a big old room with you know you sleep in. You have a kitchen. That dog could just be hanging out in the warm inside. Nope, nope. <laughs> Middle of the deck. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like that the achievement's called "You Can Pet the Dog." I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I did. I did notice actually. There was one time the dog was straight up blocking me from getting like into a building. Fortunately, yeah. I was outside, so I just kind of moved away and like got him to run out of it. But yeah, it was it was not the the brightest uh, AI of a dog, I guess you could say. I got no. stuck for a good twenty seconds because I thought I could cut through the houses, and there's a lot of paths that you can't cut through. So I went to turn around to go back, and the dog was right there, <laughs> and it wouldn't move for me. It took like 20, uh, good, like 20 seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but when you do your Mississippis, it is in a, yeah. And when you're Liz, that 20 seconds is an eternity. <laughs> she does like a game waste of time. I'm a very patient person. <laughs> that game wasted that 20 seconds, you were pissed. Hey, <laughs> okay, now, language. So yeah, the achievements are very fun, and I don't know if I'd recommend it for achievement hunters, but hey the there. game itself isn't too long. Like I said, I've been about 12 hours. Uh, since this game is very early, the only time that's kind of clocked in is about an average of 23 hours of kind of completing the game entirely. So I don't think it's a very long game, because uh, you know there's no real deaths in this game. So that's why I was able to just like go buck wild and just kept running to the finish line to get that achievement. But the achievements, though, do require you to play the game multiple times. So that's another thing, too. Yeah, I never like that in a game, especially no. if it's a game that takes even 10 hours. Like, I, Especially because some of those achievements, it's what, like, beat the game without ever calling your boat back in or, you know, little things like that. I'm like, what? There's nothing that's going to change about the story and me replaying it by not calling my boat back in. That yeah. seems worth it to replay. So like, I never care for when games do that. I obviously did not do very well in achievements this week. I think I barely hit three digits. So, well, okay. Now that I think about it, you probably could get all the achievements through one playthrough, Maybe. but you have to be very specific. So yes, if you want to play this game one time, you have to pull up a guide, read all the achievements and really plan out what you're doing. So the chances of you being able to do it in one playthrough is very low, but I guess it is possible. I guess um, I was gonna say I guess some of it you could like say do one of those things where you like save, do an achievement, and then go back. I don't know. Eh, that's a lot it, of work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not not and the, that's fun, but and once again, this game has a ton of secret achievements, which I was thinking, oh, cool, this is all probably story related. So that's why I was like, oh, I probably have a while to go, but then I actually looked them up, and they are. A lot of the secret achievements are just 100%ing things. Fully repairing the town, having everyone in the town sign your book, cook every recipe. Like, these were the secret achievements. It's like, why is it a secret? <laughs> this is always such a pet peeve of mine. But anyway, I digress. Getting into our final thoughts here. So for me, I thought Moonglow Bay was a very relaxing time. The gameplay is very simple. The story, yeah, kind of has some plot holes to it. A lot of the characters aren't too interesting. But overall, I thought it was an enjoyable experience. It was something that I really could just relax. The music was nice. The fishing is very simple and not too tedious. The cooking's a little tedious. For me, I'm giving it just a solid 75. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything bad to say about the game. Like you said, it's simple. It's it's not bad other than some of the bugs, but I, I genuinely think they're going to be fixing some of that. Just I, there was nothing about it for me that I was like ever excited or wanted to play. I'd rather like play something more involved personally, like Stardew Valley is coming out and I I've owned it for years anyways, but like I I'd rather, I'd quicker recommend a game like Stardew Valley or even honestly, maybe my time at Porsche just cause I, I think it was more fun to play. This just didn't really do a lot for me, but I think you're right. I think if you want to sit down and do like a game you can play with co-op with your kids, I think there's something to be said for that, but I don't know for me. I think maybe like a 71, I'll call it. I think I'm going to give it a 78. I keep going through times where I think 80 is too high, and then I think 80 is too low. And I feel like I've talked myself down. I sound really negative about this game, but I actually found it really addicting. I had fun. I just don't know what to give it because there are some things that just like, irritated me <laughs> and uh looking at metacritic not a lot of scores uh xbox one tbd tbd 
Series X, 79, and TBD. And um, the reviews range between 60 and 90. And a critic that gave it a 60 said, Moonglow Bay is a good game for those who want a fishing-heavy simulation game with a cute story. That said, the game would benefit from some large updates to improve minigame controls and shopkeeping mechanics, creating a more intuitive experience for players. As it stands now, it's difficult to recommend outside of the very... I <laughs> this is one of those words that I can say it in my head, but I have trouble saying it out loud. Niche. Yeah. Okay, I said it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> Niche. As it stands now, it's difficult to <laughs> recommend outside of this very niche audience described. And while it has good ideas, its execution makes broader appeal an impossibility. I thought that was an interesting review. Any reviews from our listeners? Nope, because this game literally just came out like. A couple weeks ago, so a lot of people have not played it. We still want to hear them, though, guys. Yeah. Please, go to our Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. We will post pictures of the games that we are playing. Please, we would love to hear reviews. We always love to hear your guys' thoughts and have a discussion. Um, but we're also on Twitter at GBGBPod. If you have a game recommendation or just want to say hi, you can also email us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Uh, and I've been Keith. I think I brought up Keith's reviews last week, but I'm going to... You did. Just, well, you know, just because I'm fishing for compliments this week. <laughs> oh, hey. I see what you did there. Yep. I'll see myself out on that one. <laughs> and I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, Kamanam Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob is EW. And yeah, Andrew has been streaming lately. Forza just came out, guys. Oh my gosh. I'm assuming you're going to stream that. If you are playing Forza, we did make a club, Game Pass Grab Bag. So if you want to join our club, just look us up. Yeah. Definitely an episode <laughs> to come on that. Oh, yeah. Liz, are you excited to play Forza? I think one of our special co-hosts is going <laughs> to return, right? Possibly. But yeah, anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for joining. We love you all. We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.